at us. Are we live? We are live. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, everyone who's joining us. And good evening, Joe. I'm glad you're here and I'm glad uh, I'm here. So I'm excited for, for this conversation. It should be a good one. I'm Pastor Brian, by the way, and this is Pastor Joe. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And we're here to talk about the, uh, the sermon on Sunday. Yeah. And it, I, I don't know. It, we could do the topic of love every Sunday and would never run out of things to talk about. That's you love opinion. this series, don't you? I do. Um, because as a worship leader, so many things are about how do we, how are we informed as a congregation to work together and not separate? I mean, it, mm. that's, you know, change my heart, you know, mm -hmm. uh, change my heart, oh God. Um, and, you know, um, the same, the, the same love. Uh, there, there, there's, there's so many things that are, are, if God didn't love us, if that foundation wasn't there, right? then would Christ have come to earth? Would he have died on a cross? None of that stuff would have happened without the foundation of love. And so, yeah, love this. I love the conversation, not to be, you know, not to overuse a term there. It's just, it's just so important to me. And I think so necessary. Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of good responses for it. In fact, I've had a request for a uh, bundling it all up to make it a gift to, to, to give to other people. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, wonderful. I'm glad it's helping people. It's, it's, it's challenging, I find. Um, yeah, because every week I feel like I'm hitting people with a sledgehammer on how they're not loving. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I think I wanted to start with just a reminder that as we look at these things and we look at how high the standard is to re let it remind you of your need, that you're not good enough and you just never will be. And that's, it isn't okay, but it is okay because Jesus was the standard for us. So just the remember reminder that this should drive you to, I desperately need the forgiveness. I need the righteousness of Christ because I can't do it on my own. Yeah. Um, so just to remind your, ourselves of that, yeah, we need to repent. Yeah, we need to see that and go, I need to be different, sure. Um, but as long as it's not, it, it does, I, I always worry that it's gonna push people into, into moralism, you know, that, that really it just, the message is just be good. Like, eh, uh, yeah. no. There definitely are times for nuance in a conversation and times when nuance isn't necessary. But this is, gosh, you know, if, if Christian culture ever had a growing edge, it's this, you know, it, it's looking at yourself, recognizing where we're falling short, not knocking ourselves, you know, not excuse the term, but there's skipping self-flagellation and just acknowledge where we're falling short. You don't have to be defensive about it. Just, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, you can be convicted and not defensive at the same time. I think we miss that. Uh, right. If you know that you're, you know, you're still loved. 
Yeah. Yeah. That God still loves you as you are. You know, there's no reason to feel bad about not meeting his standards or loving enough. It's just a, oh, okay. I know God, thank you that I'm forgiven. Help me to be different. Yeah. Yeah. Help me to be different. Thanks. <laughs> it's gonna be so so we talk about the, the the issues this last week um the 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 points of the sermon were love is not um rude or boastful it is not selfish and i try to wrap it all up into it's not selfish um rude is in is an interesting one to me and and I and I keep I feel like it's underplayed, even though I know I talked about it a lot. I feel still like it's a very underplayed problem, you know, this being disrespectful, unthoughtful, thinking about how your actions and your um, words, how they impact other people, and how that can be um, really offensive. Um, and, and I don't think we think about that, but it all wrap, gets down to this. I'm thinking about me and I'm not really thinking about you. So that, that, and the same thing with the boasting, we know what boasting is and there's so many subtle t- ways we boast. So, that's kind of what I got at. That, that one there, the whole boasting, man. Uh, and we talked about this before the service uh, on Sunday. That's something that I, I feel like I have to navigate a lot. Uh, hmm. and I'll give you an example, and this is a boast at the same time, so I just want to prepare everybody for this. <laughs> okay. Um, the past couple of months have been really stressful for me for a reason that most people would go, that's silly, and that is I have been the assistant coach on a basketball team. I only did it because nobody else stepped up, I, I like to help mm-hmm. out on these kind of things. It's, uh, but um, I decided I was going to take a season off. And then the coach couldn't be there for the last three weeks. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? Oh, oh that's yeah. stressful. So the tournament that was this weekend, I mean, I, I was having nightmares. I was waking up and I couldn't sleep because I was just super stressed about it. Wow. Uh, and then I just couldn't wait for Saturday to come and go because Saturday was the end of season tournament and my team won the tournament. Yay. Right. That's exciting. It is. And I didn't really share that because I'm like, okay, for me, it's a relief, but it's a boast at the same time. It had very little to do with me other than I showed up and you know, I was present. I'm really proud of the boys really proud of what they did and what they accomplished. But I spent a lot of time going, how do I share this in a way that's not boastful? You know, Hmm. Uh, because I don't look at it as an accomplishment that anything I did, I walked alongside this group of young men as they accomplished this thing. Um, It's it's hard to parse those things. Uh, I, I feel like that whole, and at the same time, I'm like, the fact that it, I'm trying to figure that out suggests that I'm not off base completely. It's like I care no. to think about it. That's just the way I think about it, you know. You know, and we talked about this a little bit, you know, when is it celebrating and when is it boasting? Mm-hmm. 
you know, and I think in my mind, there's two things that goes with it. One is, is that again, is it, is you, are you being selfish in it or are you thinking about them? Because celebrating is, hey, I'm really joyful about this. I'm happy about this. And I want to share that. I want you to have my joy. Um, and sometimes people won't take the news. They can't enter into that joy for their, for a variety of reasons. Um, and so thinking about how are they going to respond to that? You know, you know, like celebrating, Hey, I'm pregnant with a person who just lost their baby is not a thoughtful thought is not thought. Yeah. That's not a helpful thing, you know, but on the other hand, it could be a really joyful thing because maybe the person you're sharing with is also pregnant. So now they're like, Oh, we're, we're, we're doing this together. So now it becomes a joyful thing. The other thought was, and, and you did it. You said you, you, you reflected it on, on someone else. It's really the boys. They did it, you know? And so it reminds me of Paul, when he says, I thank my God for you. Now, well, he's kind of boasting in the sense of, I'm, look, you guys are, I brought you guys to faith. This is great. But what he's really thinking, he's thinking that, that, God, that, that God has done this in their lives. He's celebrating them. So I, I think, again, I think it's this selfish thing. That's 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 just my thoughts about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't you don't you think that's something along those lines? I do. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think that may be one of the benefits of being a shepherd to some degree is that if you do it right, it's not about you. It's about mm. celebrating the people that you are shepherding. Right. Yeah. So if things are going well in our congregation, it may be a reflection on you as as a as a shepherd, as a pastor. It's also primarily a reflection of the changing of hearts and the, you know, you provide a model and they execute upon that. And it, it's yeah. How, how do we uh, we we. It's, I think it's important as individuals that we recognize where we have added value and, and to give ourselves some credit for that with, mm -hmm. yes, uh, and, and not too much. <laughs> and not too much. It's that humility piece. You know, you don't degrade yourself, but you don't overinflate yourself either. Yeah. You see yourself accurately. Yes. Yes. You did do some great things. You enabled them to succeed on Saturday. You yeah. didn't get in the way, and and maybe it was because they've already were already taught everything they needed. You didn't need to tell them anything new, or maybe you just remind them of stuff that you both have been told, and then cheerlead them as they do their thing. That's, I mean, that is something. Yeah. But they they did it, so it's like, yes, I'm excited for you. That's that's a huge accomplishment, you know. Yeah. Congratulations. I, I just I gathered them up at the end and I said I am so I mean can we have a group hug I'm so proud oh, because that's you know, so you oh I know they're seventh graders and I'm like and they were kind enough to 
accommodate me on that. So. <laughs> but that's a big accomplishment. So, well, here's here's an example. There's a, a um, I'm fairly certain that this family is not paying attention to this podcast. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but I, there's a there's a, a a boy I've been coaching since he was in the third grade, and mm. we went to a game one time, and I had to give him a ride his parents were just they couldn't they had too many other things going on they just asked if somebody could take him so i took him and he spent the whole time there talking about how awesome he is and the whole way back talking about how awesome he is and by the way this is a kid i who i have great affection for it and my affection for him has only grown over the years as, as i know who he is i know his family but on the way back i was just like dude let somebody else boast on your behalf. Stop boasting yes. for yourself because it really undermines who, you know, what, right. Right. I was thinking, literally I was thinking about Jack and, and wrestling is a very individual sport that is scored as a team, kind of like track. And if Jack does an amazing job, it's much more powerful if you as his dad or his coach or other parents boast on his behalf and talk about, wow, how skilled he yeah. is, how hard he works, all that stuff is so much, it's so much more meaningful when it doesn't come from the, to the subject. Yes. What I love about that, this thinking in other, it, what we're saying is practice boasting for of other people. Don't boast yourself. Try to to get try, try to sing the praises of other people. How amazing they are! Yeah. Oh, because I mean, yeah, it's nice to say how good you are. I get that. I do understand why people. But oh, isn't it so much better to have somebody else say it? <laughs> well, I, yeah, and I think it fosters a culture of positivity, of affirmation. You know, where mm -hmm. you know, like Janet Church. Her, when she shows up, it just, it really brightens up my Sunday because yeah. she's such a positive force. She's mm -hmm. a fierce worshiper. She's got a great sense of humor. There's so yeah. many things that I love about her. She didn't have to tell me that, but I love the opportunity right now for people who don't know who Jan is to talk about how and awesome she is. And hopefully she'll get on my, my, my podcast church stories because I've asked her and she's not ready yet. <clears throat> I know you're listening, Jan. Because <laughs> I, I want to hear you how, um, let the world see how wonderful you are. But how about rude? Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> I know. This is really the one I wanted to talk about tonight. Oh, really? Good. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to acknowledge my own challenges with boasting, but gosh. The whole rude thing is something, man, if we don't, if we have a growing edge in terms of how we love as Christians, the whole topic of rude is a huge one Huge, because we project our own expectations of culture on other people yeah. and we don't take the time to understand what their culture says. Even within America. Yeah. Yeah. There's not just one culture in America. Oh my gosh. Even what, even within different generations, different there's a different culture from downtown Portland than there is to Aurora. Seriously, today I was talking to a woman in Grenada, and she was talking about the culture from island to island. And I said, let me just tell you that I live in the Portland metropolitan area, and if you go 20 miles south where my church is in Aurora, 
it's a completely different culture. So, you, I mean, it, it really is. The, there are distinct cultures, yeah. yeah. And that, that kind of sensitivity to, to how your words are being taken and saying, it's not about me. I, I want to do what's not going to, to be um, distasteful to you is, is and you just got to really put yourself in neutral there and think about them. So I just, I think about how many ways that were rude. And it just blows my mind. I wish we would, I wish Christians would study how to be polite. <laughs> well, <but laughs> on, on the other side, we also have to be careful about how easily we are offended. Um, well, yes. And, and I say that, I'm going to share a story. Uh, and I probably told you this before. I don't think I've shared it on the podcast. Uh, Vanessa and I lived in Seattle about 20 years ago. Um, okay. And we went to school together at uh, a little community college. And she, Vanessa was uh, working toward her master's, and I was still working toward my bachelor's. I'll, I'll be working on that for a long time. Uh, but we, were, <laughs> we were in a class together. Uh, I can't remember what the class was. And um, Vanessa, at some point, had referred to somebody as Oriental. Um, and that person in the class, she didn't refer to a specific person in the class, she just used that term. And a, a person in the class got really, really offended. And yeah. The, the thing is, is if you understand Vanessa's heart, it wasn't that she intended to offend. She just didn't know that right. that was possibly an offensive term. No, of course use, not. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that if, you know, culturally, Vanessa came from Texas and didn't have a lot of, ex Seattle has got a, just a very rich Asian community there. If you mm -hmm. grew up in Portland or Seattle, that might be really apparent. And so I think we also have to be careful that if somebody offends without intending to offend, right? Their, their intention is not to be rude. They, they aren't saying, it's about me. I'm not imposing my culture on you. Then we have to give some grace there. Like, oh, you didn't know any better. Like, like I try not to get offended when people take the, the Lord's name in vain, right? Um, it, if it comes from another Christian, then I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> right? Because that's, you're trying to be kind to them. You're trying to help them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think so too. And we live in a, in, in a culture, it, it kind of goes without saying that everybody is super easily offended right now. Yeah. I mean, ridiculously so. And we need to not be that way. We need to assume, see... So, okay, let me use your example. Okay. Um, you're right. Vanessa's heart is not to be offensive. Absolutely. She's one of the most respectful people I know. She's amazing. Okay. Um, but sometimes rudeness, sometimes rudeness is just simply they, they ignorance. It can be just being ignorance. Yeah. And sometimes it is thoughtlessness. Right. Either way, whether it's ignorance or thoughtlessness, we as Christians need to be giving them the best motives in that and forgive them yeah. and just say, 
even if you, you know, I'm just going to assume you, you, you didn't get it. And let's say they were, they go, yeah, no, I meant it. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I forgive you anyhow and move on because yeah. that's what we're going to talk about this coming week. Cause it, it doesn't help to be offended. That doesn't, oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm making any sense. No, you do. Let me, I'm going to throw out something. This is something some people may perceive as silly. When I, uh, uh, I used to work up in Vancouver, Washington, so I had like a 35, 45-minute commute every day. And if I had a challenging meeting that day, because I often would, you know, I have to deliver some difficult news to people, I would practice I, certain sayings to kind of help enter into that conversation. And, and I would suggest that we think about that when we think, when we are concerned that somebody has offended, has said something to offend us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you that it, when you first start practicing this, it, it feels silly. Uh, I just want to own that because it felt silly to me, but to say something like, wow, what you just said, that really, I don't think you offended. Did you, did, did you mean it this way? Cause it really hurt my feelings or, uh, I, gosh, I received it this way. And to explain that and doing something like that. And I practice sayings like that. Gosh, this is what I heard. Is is that what you meant? Um, yeah. And it gives them somebody an opportunity to go. Oh gosh, no. Or you know, right. right. Gosh, I didn't mean that at all. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Right. And doing something like that, you get you get to know each other better, and that actually starts to develop trust. Like, hey, I just yeah. want to check in. Yeah. Now, I will say with all of this. <clears throat> We're jumping the gun. Oh, I'm sorry. Because, okay. because those points are coming up. Okay, uh, we, I will resist. <laughs> they are, you know, with things like it always, it, it always hopes, it always believes the best in people. You know, this is yes, and always for you know doesn't keep a record of wrongs. That's coming in the next two weeks. So, man, we're right on track. Oh, good. So. Well, so I've got a question for you, though. Coming back to Rude. Yes. So um, how would you, if you knew or, or, or had a suspicion, like you were going into, let's say you were going to uh, teach at a church in downtown Portland, what would you do to prepare to understand the culture? Or if you were going to preach in... Um, uh, let's say uh, Ireland, Catholic Ireland. Okay. How would you? It's a little easier when it's clearly cross-cultural. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I I think one of the things you do is there there are there's plenty of places you can go on the interweb <laughs> that, <laughs> that that will give you what's polite and what's rude in a, in a, in a given culture. And it's worth knowing. Yeah. Um, if it's downtown Portland, you talk to the pastor or, and say, you know, is there anything I should know about what's, you know, about how I'm, you know, how I dress anything I should be talking about, not talking about, you know, so, yeah, those kinds of things. But even in America, you know, I think it's, and I, and I said that earlier, a little offhandedly, I think it is helpful for us Christians to just take a little time and just, 
refresh ourselves what what is polite currently in America. Mm-hmm. Um, because because some of us were raised very politely and some of us weren't. And we don't, and sometimes we forget. And I listed a few of them on Sundays, but I, I, that's what I would say is, is just educate yourself. And it's not hard to do. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know if I answered your question. No, it's but, good. But it, it prompted something else, actually, which is North, Northwest United States has a reputation for passive aggressiveness that, you know, um, I will pretend like it doesn't offend me when it really does. And then mm. that of, offense will inform my interactions with that person in the future or inform my interactions about that person in other areas and so some people yes. might argue that to be rude is just an interpretation of being blunt and, and i'm reading a book right now called radical candor about yes. a, about a, a similar topic which is you know where do you cross the line from being um honest in a loving way and honest and a jerk <laughs> Uh, oh that's a great question yeah and it's you know what i think about some of all of this sometimes and there's a lot of times where being more godly is man it works on some deep heart things like but sometimes it's just simple practical all you have to do is learn how to be more polite and you're more loving (laughs) anybody could do that you just got to want to, yeah. you know, but so that's the first thing. The other thing I, I, I knew a guy that he could deliver the worst news to someone. You're fired. You have to leave today. And they will end up going, boy, it was sure nice working for you. Thanks for telling me this was the great, greatest day at all. How does he do that? And other people would say the same thing and they're just deeply hurt and offended. But Dave, this guy named Dave, could be blunt and everybody thought it was the kindest thing and i don't know how he did it so maybe you need to help me well, <laughs> how I'm, could i be more blunt <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know when i get deeper into the book okay it, it, but it's certainly something that um there's a quadrant that it introduces and you have a, a, one quadrant is called ruinous empathy which hmm. is I'm not going to tell you where you're screwing up because I love you so much that I don't want to offend you. And Oh, that's not helpful. That's not helpful, right? Like, you know, No, that's not kind either, actually. No, it's ultimately not. It's almost uh, I would say there's a cowardice that's associated with that. Oh, right, right. And that's something that I need to work on, right? So like yeah. where I see, gosh, I think this I could help this person by sharing this information, but I'm concerned that I'm going to make them feel bad or I'm not going to deliver it in the right way. And so I'll err on the side of empathy rather than err on the side of unkindness. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're just trying to find the right balance between truth, kindness, all those things. So that's, well, this all brings me around, if you'll excuse me, to social media. Can I say one last thing about that? Yes, please. Because I don't want to forget. I want you to, no, we're going to go over a little bit. One of the issues that people, I, th- I feel like I didn't, I've never addressed is how, when and how do you actually call people out on their sin? Mm-hmm. 
and I think we need, I want to say a couple of words on that is it's not because you're trying to make them hurt or feel bad about it. That's selfish. I think it's when you, when you can do it because you're trying to help them and you're trying to bless them. Um, but there's also the side of often you don't really, you don't need to say anything. I think a lot of times love covers over sin and it's like, yeah. And it, it takes a lot of wisdom to know the right moment and the right time. Cause anyways, that's all I wanted to say. No, it, sometimes there is a time to say it and sometimes there's not. But I so. don't, let's ignore what I was going to say. Cause I, I really want to address what you're saying. Cause it may okay. some something I'll, 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 again, I'll provide an example. <laughs> Um, uh, a, a few years ago, Vanessa decided she wanted to be more fit, right? That, that it was something that she really wanted to focus on. Okay. Uh, and I bought her a Fitbit. Um, mm -hmm. And I bought it because I knew what her goals were, you know, where, where mm -hmm. she wanted to go with that. But there may be people in your life that are doing something that's just unhealthy, right? Where because you love them, you want to share, like you want to say, Hey, you need to be doing better. I, I, I have, uh, we have a mutual friend who's, uh, and he, his wife is not healthy in terms of the way she eats, lack of exercise and a lot of stuff. And, and I know it bothers him, but he won't say anything. Uh, because he's concerned yeah. he'll come across as shallow. But if, to your point, if, you're, if your intention is, hey, I love you, and I know you're not happy, and, you know, what can I do to support you in this? That's important. That last line. It's not, I'm condemning you. It's, look, I'm doing this because I want to help you. I want to serve you. How do I serve you in this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's huge. You know, like with your, like with Vanessa is I want to support you. Would a Fitbit be helpful? Cause I'd love to bless you with that. You know, in this case, you didn't need to, cause you knew her well enough, but yeah. Right. But yeah. I, I, it was one of those things where I wanted to be careful. It's like, listen, it's cause you could offend. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Cause don't you think sometimes we don't need to bring it up because they're not ready to hear it. Or they already know. What, what, or they already know. One of my favorite lyrics is a Jackson Brown song where he says, don't remind me of my failures. I have not forgotten them. If Oh, that's so good. It's a great lyric. And the, the thing is, is that if the person that you want is already aware of where they're struggling, you bring You don't up, need, yeah. Helping. It's just, you know. I mean, maybe you might be able to bring it in the right time at the right angle to be able to say i want to help you maybe yeah. but oh yeah this is the 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 balance the the challenge of being human and loving people is that you get if you truly love people it's hard because you have to navigate some stuff if you just if you're okay being rude and unloving man you get to, you yeah carte blanche you get to do whatever you want and and remember back when I was talking about in the wheel and that final thing where it's obedience but wise. This is what I'm talking about. When do you speak? When do you not speak? Can you tell where they're at? Is this good for them to hear it? I'm just like, 
Good Lord, I don't know. But but I think the goal is, whether we're talking on social media or we're talking in person, you need to be thinking about how this is going to be taken by the person that you're going to say. And especially online, don't say something online that you would never say in person. Because a lot of people feel very bold online to just be obnoxious. Yeah. And it's not helpful. And communication is so much of that is visual. It's the tone of your voice. It's and you don't get any text. of that. And you don't get any of that on social media. So you no. may think you're being funny, lighthearted, whatever. And even if the person that Gentle. you're sharing it with gets it, somebody else who sees that may not and be offended on behalf of... Oh my gosh, yes. Right? So don't. Just don't. Yeah. Take, take a moment you know, meet them in person and go, that was funny. Thanks for sharing that. You know, or right. In fact, I mean, that's just a generally good thing. Anytime you have something harsh that you do need to say to somebody, say it to them in person, not even on the phone. Talk to them in person. Yeah. You know, because first of all, it'll, you, you'll hear all the nuance. You can work through all the, 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 the issues involved much faster. I mean, yeah. So rude. Ugh. And unfortunately, it's so rude that the time is up <laughs> that we have to be done. Because yeah. um, next week, this coming week is all going to be about, it's going to be about forgiveness. And it's going to be, and I'm really struggling with this nuance of irritable, provoked, and just letting you guys know that I don't know how to interpret that. There's at least three ways. So there's a little teaser for next Sunday. <laughs> I'm looking forward to 9.30 Sunday morning when we sit down and we chat about this for the service. All right. Well, have a good night, sir. I'm going to go have some chicken pot pie. All right. You have a good night. We'll talk to you later. All right.